Welcome to Fine Motoring with me, David Dondi. For interesting questions or to find out more about something, drop me a line, david at fmr.co.za, and you can find me on at David Dondi on most social media channels. Of course, you can find the podcast for this at fmr.co.za. It didn't help that the car is draped in an almost Lumo Kermit metallic green color. But rarely does a family car get this much attention when I'm driving it. Can I see it? What's it like? Mind if I? You get the picture. Opel as a brand lost its luster from the heady days of Golf GTI versus the Boss and Superboss GSI derivatives. Now, Opel has new management in South Africa under the Stellantis Group, so my green Opel Mocker GS line test car was an unknown entity for me, in spite of all the attention it was getting just standing in the driveway. Let me do a spoiler alert here. The car is good, very good. What didn't I like? Well, the color. Not for me, but I do get it. And the Apple CarPlay, which, while it has a wireless charging pad, no wireless connectivity. Oh, and the boot latch. More on that later. Otherwise, absolutely excellent. Let me tell you, this SUV is handsome. Very muscular and handsome. Less bodybuilder and more Olympic gymnast, with bulges in all the right places, especially the power crease on the bonnet. Impeccable exterior design elements. It has to be to compete in the hotly contested compact crossover small SUV category. These categories are really getting sliced and diced. It shares underpinnings with the Peugeot 2008 and 208 and the latest Opel Corsa. And it is squarely aimed at those of us who value style and technology over a budget price though. Front space is excellent, but rear space and luggage is a bit of a compromise. Enough for adults around town, but it is no full-size SUV with more than a front wheel needing to be removed to fit a mountain bike in with the back seats down. A weekend away with the kids should fill it up quite adequately, as they say, and that's where the boot access weirdness comes in. There's a cutaway in the bumper under the bottom edge for your hand to slip in and reach a hidden button to open the boot. But no, there's no button there. It's a decoy. That slot is bizarre. The button is lower down above the number plates. Someone in the ergonomics department must still be chuckling to themselves. Could they please share the inside joke so we can all laugh with them? The most pleasant surprise with the Opel Marco, though, is the drivetrain. I was expecting to be underwhelmed by a three-cylinder 1.2-liter motor. Not so. It sounds delightful and sporty growling away like a large cat not of the domestic variety, and it has shoved to get the small SUV moving along nicely. It goes through an 8-speed box, 9.3 seconds is what it'll take to get to 100 kilometers an hour in sport mode, and it'll sip 6.1 liters per 100 kilometers if you enjoy the growl of the cat less than I do. Expect seven in the real world. Flat cornering, sharp handling and composure is where it's at though with a really nicely weighted steering. It's unruffled and taut yet comfortable. It fights well beyond its class. NVH is excellent, uh, certainly to uh, legal speeds. With toys in the version I had, it is even more upmarket. Radar, cruise control, and auto lane steering that works. 360-degree cameras for reversing with augmented graphics. Heated seats, dual zone, climate control, rounded off. Although I never managed to get the climate control into dual zone mode, your mileage may vary. The numbers are 96 kilowatts and 230 newton meters of torque, three years, 120,000 kilometer warranty, and an asynchronous four-year, 60,000 kilometer service plan. 
It's 527,900 Rand for this one with the radar adaptive LED headlights, massaging seats, and other toys too numerous to mention. For a car this good looking and sharp handling and so nicely weighted, it should be an option if you're in the market for a VW T-Rock or Peugeot 2008. And that was the Opel Mokka GS line on review. That's it for Fine Motoring this week with me, David Dondi. If you have questions or want to find out more about something, david at fmr.co.za. And you can find me on at David Dondi on most social media channels. That's D-A-V-I-D-D-O-N-D-E and the podcast, as always, on fmr.co.za.